Hi everyone, um, this is my first podcast. Um, hopefully this is a long-term thing. I think this is going to be really, really cool. Um, I wanted to start this podcast because I am a licensed cosmetologist as well as a licensed instructor in the state of Texas and I love all things beauty. Um, I'm obsessed with hair and makeup. I'm obsessed with lipstick. I'm obsessed with glitter. Um, and I'm also obsessed with stories. I love talking. I love public speaking, which is something I've gotten more into in the last couple of years, which I, first of all, I would have never imagined. I would have been into that two years ago, three years ago. If you would have said, Hey, get up and tell somebody, you'd be like, I'd be sweaty palms, anxiety ridden on the floor. Just letting everybody know right now. But I really enjoy our industry. Um, I really enjoy the social media aspect of it probably the most just because everything is so at your fingertips and so quick, which I know a lot of people are like, you know, social media is going to be the death of everything. You know what I mean? Everyone's kind of like weird. Usually people are on the fence about it. They love it. They hate it, you know, but that's really where our industry's headed. Um, Our industry, the beauty industry, when I say our industry Whenever I'm talking about industry, I usually talk about beauty industry as a whole. So anything relating to um, making the aesthetic or your appearance better, whether that be um, beauty, makeup, like I said, estheticians, waxing, facials, extractions, etc. Making things aesthetically more pleasing. So that's what I mean when I say our industry. But I feel like it's heading in that social media direction. Um, It's almost like social media was created for our industry because everything is so at your fingertips. And that's why, you know, YouTube gurus and beauty gurus and, you know, Dr. Pimple Popper and, you know, people on Instagram. That's why those beauty videos and those posts are so popular right now because it's, it's coming out as quick as I'm snapping. You hear my snaps? It's coming out as quick as those products are. So everything is just right there. And, you know, I think that's why a lot of people love and choose our industry is because it's always different. It's always changing. You know, the intention span of uh, a lot of us millennials, I guess you could say, is six seconds, as long as a vine. Rest in peace, vine. Loved you. Wish you weren't gone, but that's okay. I loved vine. Um... But we have a short attention span. And so um, those beauty posts and stuff coming out so quickly, like we want that stuff quick. We want the newest, the hottest, the best technique. Here, I'm I'm snapping again. We want that quick dry lipstick and we want that, you know, hairspray that's going to make our hair, you know, 10 feet tall in five seconds. We want that. And we want those changing you know, trends and moods and feelings and the fact that you can put on different eyeshadow and, you know, your mood can totally change. We love that. Um, You know, this industry is full of super creative people and I love that part of it as well. Um, I guess I would say I'm kind of creative. I'm I'm more of a creative person as far as hairs and makeup, hairs, hairs and makeup, hair and makeup, but like come to clothing, mm-mm. like I... I'm like a jeans and a t-shirt lady. Like I cannot do clothing. Excuse me. As far as drawing and stuff, I cannot draw. I cannot, but girl, I can put on a smoky eye. I can tease your hair up. I can give you a beautiful haircut. I mean, whatever you want me to do as far as that, I got you. Everything else, nah. But it's a cool way for me to express myself. And I think that's why, you know, because I think that's why a lot of people choose this industry because it's, you know, moving in the direction of the future and, 
it's something that's always going to be around, you know, as much as people say, oh, you know, robots are going to be taking over our jobs or whatever. Um, you know, it's that personal touch that you have with somebody. And I, I hear a lot of people say, I have a better relationship with my hairdresser than I do with my sister or whatever. But it's that it's that personal relationship that you can create with those guests. That's what really makes it. And, you know, finally having someone see the beauty in themselves or having someone cry in your chair. I've had someone cry in my chair before I gave them a haircut and they were like, I haven't felt this way since I was in college. I mean, that's what makes this industry so special. It's rare when you can have something where you're super creative, you love going to work every single day, or it's, it's sometimes a hobby for people. You love your hobby so much you would almost do it. You could do it for free or you do do it for free. Um, but to also have that relationship and build those relationships, I love that. Um, like I said, I love to talk to people. So um, I, I right now in this industry, I, you know, I still do a lot of freelancing, mostly makeup and hair freelancing, you know, friends and family or like a wedding now and again. Um, but now I'm in the more businessy side of this industry. So um, I work with students and um, or professionals in this industry that are looking to get jobs. So they're about to graduate from school or they are currently in the industry, but they're wanting to, you know, go on a new career path or, you know, um, hey, I need to do my resume or, hey, um, I need interview skills, you know, little things like that, which I love helping out with because I want to see these people be successful. I want to grow our industry. Um, and I, you know, I want to support those around me and Sometimes, you know, I've, I've talked to older men and women in this industry that have, you know, had jobs and um, had full families and everything, and they still came back to this industry and said, this is really what I wanted to do. And I think that's awesome. I think that's fantastic. Um, so I want to help in, you know, if y'all have any questions for me regarding beauty, products, makeup, um, marketing, branding. I'm, I'm a big social media person. I run three social media accounts for, um, I wouldn't say like humongous large companies, but, a, but pretty well-known companies in this industry. Um, and I love that. I love doing it. I love seeing, you know, the trends change and the new, new stuff coming out and that new app. And I love that aspect of it as well. Like, I think that's really, really fun. So any questions you guys have for me, I would love to hear them. Um, so you can email them to me. I'm going to set up an email address for you guys. So hopefully you guys can email me and I can start answering those on future pods. Um, but I wanted to start out this podcast by interviewing the person that kind of started it all for me. And that is my mom. So um, when I graduated high school, I wasn't really doing anything. I was like the kid that just kind of wore their sweats all day and, you know, slid by in high school. I was talking to a client the other day and I was like, I didn't do anything in high school. I took like the worst, the most like bare minimum classes. And I, you know, I was a pretty, I was a pretty smart kid. Like I could get it together. Um, I could have probably taken AP classes or whatever and done okay with myself. Did I try? No, of course not. So, um, but I, I, I don't know. I just kind of was like, I don't know if I want to do college. Like even I remember when I took my sister to um, her first day of school or not first day of school. When I for her first day of school, kindergarten. No, her first day of college. Um, I just remember like looking around the dorm rooms and I was like, 
this is depressing. Like I could not see myself. I don't know. I just couldn't see myself in a four year college degree, you know, yada, yada, whatever. So I didn't apply to any colleges. And you know, when I graduated high school, my mom's like, okay, so I think you should probably do, you know, cosmetology or hair. And I was like, I don't know. Meanwhile, I'm watching like every YouTube tutorial under the sun and going to Sally's every other day and wearing like buttloads of makeup. Like, I don't know. I never really thought about it as like, oh, this could be my career. Um, so I, you know, I toured a few schools. I finally chose one that I loved and I absolutely loved it. It was the best decision I ever made. So I kind of wanted to talk to my mom first because she, like I said, she was the one that kind of started off my journey. So, um, I've never actually talked to my mom in depth. I've talked to her a little bit, obviously in depth about, um, how she got started in industry, um, and really her story and, you know, her, her starting off in her beautiful journey in the beauty industry on the yellow brick road of the, I don't know, but, um, I really wanted to just kind of talk to her and start off the podcast with a bang, with a bang, bang, bang. Um, and you know, talk to my mom. So, um, without further ado, 10 minutes in almost, geez Louise, um, we're going to start off the podcast. So here is the interview with my mother. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So we're sitting here surrounded by dogs on my parents' bed. Are you ready, Mom? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, what I was basically describing to her was I wanted to start off the podcast kind of interviewing my mom just because, like I was telling her, I don't think I would have gone to school. I mean, I maybe would have eventually ended up doing something in the beauty industry, Um had I not gone to school, but it was really my mom that was like dragging me to my appointments to go get tours. And I was all like, I don't know, but, um, I'll let her tell kind of the story, but I want her to start off at her beginning. So your first question, Ma, I feel like I'm, I feel like we're, I don't know when to come in. (laughs) We don't wait for my beat. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. You're not going to come in any, any time. Um, okay, so first question was kind of like when you were young. So like I was describing to you, like I remember always being around beauty and like the smell of a blow dryer and um, um, what, yeah, perms. You getting watching you getting ready for like going out on a date with dad and stuff. Like just like sitting there watching you, like having that depression come over because you're about to be gone for two hours and the babysitter's oh, coming over because okay. you're getting ready to go out because you look so. Pre- okay. um, so when you were young, was there like a first intro or something that you remember when you were really young into beauty? Well, I, it's funny you ask that because I've never really thought of it that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember watching my mom every night sticking her hand in this dippity do, which is a pink gel, which is the first gel that ever came out. Dippity do. Dippity do with giant, like orange can roller. Oh God. For rollers and those big safety, the clipping pins. And yeah. she would sleep with a whole head of rollers. And then she had a little home hair dryer that was a little plastic bonnet that she could put the hose up to and screw it in. And it would sit there blown up. So anyway, and you could dry your nails at the same time. Oh, yeah. So, but I really started because I was realizing that there were things in my life I was going to need. You know, I was only in high school. But I didn't have a car, and I didn't have anybody to 
I had, I mean, I was always clothed and fed, but there was just stuff that I wanted, and I had to go and get it for myself because nobody was gonna go get your things own for things. me. If yeah, I to you're buy like, clothes, I gotta I, do it myself. Yeah, I wanted to be independent. Yeah, and self sufficient. I mean, I walked home, I walked to school or ran to school because I was always in cross country. And so, anyway, when I was 15 years old, I decided I'd got had gone and got a haircut at the beauty school, and I said, I want to trim, and I had long hair, which are my shoulders, all wavy and sun-bleached, and somebody cut it off right, <gasps> totally a short man's haircut. Oh, I God. kid you not. And That's, I, like, the worst thing, is when working at a school... <sighs> Because everyone's like, I just don't want to have my hair just cut off. And, like, oh. that's everyone's Oh, worst. my gosh. Well, you know, I think that's all you could ever get back then. So I watched the girl as she was cutting my hair. I was watching how she was combing my hair and holding it up. Of course, I wasn't saying anything. Why didn't I say, <laughs> hey, you that's cut my of... hair off, yeah, lady. No. I look like, you know, I look like Carl Malden now. man. No. A man haircut. So, uh so I, um, then somehow I just started, I just started cutting guys hair in my high school. I'm like, yeah, I can cut hair. Yeah. I know how to do it. I totally watched one time. <laughs> I and watched somebody once and I was obsessed. Yeah. It ruined my life. And I did, I started and I just was natural at it. And so, and then I got a barber chair. I bought myself an old barber chair, and I had it in my bedroom. So how old are you? So I'm 15, oh my 16. Gosh. Okay. I was 17 when I graduated from high school. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I graduated from beauty school before I graduated from high school. How? Beauty school. Beauty school. How did you even, were you able to do it when you were in high school? Was it in high school? Yes, you could have uh, an off-campus career thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen to this. That's our dog, by the way. That's India. Indy, chill. She's having a freak out moment. My counselor, it wasn't wasn't considered a job if I was cutting hair, but if I was working behind the front desk. So every time he came in to check on me, I had to run and sit at the front desk. They'd call me. They'd go, Sean, come to the front desk. You go, okay. Oh, hi. How are you? I've been here this whole time. Yeah. No worries. Isn't that weird? And... So nobody, I asked my dad for money. I was 15, so I was a junior, I think, sophomore, I don't know. I asked my dad for $1,570, because that's how much it costs to go to Christopher, Christopher's school. That's Maybe. a MacBook nowadays. Like, that's oh. how much a computer is to go to school. Oh, can you believe it? For, my, yeah. for how many hours? 3000 No. Oh, what did you say no, it, was? it was? I think what? it's 1800 now okay, no. in California. Okay. Something. Yeah, it was two thousand or, or eight. I don't know. Sometime. I don't know. It was a lot. So anyway, and so my grandmother said, "I'll pay," and she just she whipped out her checkbook, surprised me with a check of an enormous amount of money, and I was like, "Bam! I'm in, girls, <laughs> bitches. See ya." You threw the check at the financial aid lady, right. and you said. Move it. And I was the only one in my class. You're the only one. <laughs> you started day one, class of one. I, well, seriously. You were number one in your I, class. Yes, I was class the only of one, one back there. So the, my instructor would kind of come back, and, and then they're like, have you done this before? I'm like, 
yeah, I've been cutting hair for like a year. <laughs> like, by the way. Yeah, I just was like, you know, all over it. That's so, funny. That was the long story. Long version. Yeah. But So, uh, so just kind of young. So you remember Dippity Doo? What was it? Dippity Doo. Dippity Doo. Dippity Doo. Were there any other like products or anything no. that were like. There was no such, well, there was such thing as a blow dryer, but us regular human beings mm-hmm. wouldn't have one. Then somebody came out with a blow dryer in the 70s. It was like but metal. they had one brush. You know, it was a yeah. bright yellow cone air. You know, it sounded mm-hmm. like a jet engine. Oh, I'm what? sure. Yeah. And then we had a cushion brush, you know, like the oval shape, mm-hmm. just the black little mm-hmm. That's like the only, nobody had a different kind of brush. A comb. For everyone's And hair. one of those. Exactly. It yeah. wasn't none of this, you know. Fancy. Getting all jazzed up stuff. Fancy, smancy round right. brushes. These and concrete rollers in your yeah, head all oh night God. long. So, Ooh. my next question was, how did you decide to go to school? So, I guess you had been cutting hair at home, per se. Right. And just kind of making a buck here or there. And so you were like, let's make this official and get the papers to prove it. Right. I can, thing. I can do this. Yeah. I got this. You seem like you wanted to be more independent, which mm-hmm. working out of school, that's really where I see a lot of, it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like, it's a mixture of like, I'm right outside of high school or I'm in my young twenties or it's kind of like that, mi- not middle age, I don't want to say, mid- but like been around the block like I've had a career I've had a couple kids mm-hmm. it's kind of like that it's either one or the other almost I see and yeah. a lot of times it is that independence they like want to achieve some goal I want to own my own salon or I want to move out of my parents house so. right yeah I've seen yeah, you're right in a lot of people there's a lot of different ages and a lot of different circumstances bring people mm-hmm. to um I think back some of the people I remember I went to school Insane. Oh my gosh, this one girl lived on a boat. She looked like olive oil, literally. And she was bent in all these weird positions while she cut hair. She just. She lived on a boat. Um, I know, it was so weird. Anyway. What? I, she it looked like olive oil. She had long, skinny legs. and Popeye olive oil. Oh, it's funny. But, yes. um, so what, what did you ask me? Um,. You know, you were just, we were talking about yeah, I wanted like to be, being I, independent. Yeah, I wanted to be independent. independent. And so in my in my high school yearbook, I wrote, it's like, what are you going to do the rest of your life? And I wrote, I'm going to own my own salon and buy a Porsche. Bam, that's what I wrote. <laughs> and buy a Porsche. Did you ever buy and a Porsche? And I bought a Porsche. My first what? car was a Porsche. I didn't yes. know that. Girl, it was the 914, <laughs> though. It was like the little boxy one that if it rained, you How went, much was it? Oh, I think I spent. Man, I spent I, a lot of money. I may have paid like two thousand for that car. Back two thousand. <laughs> I think a lot of I, money. <laughs> like I'm like getting ready for like okay. six 30, digit, for, yeah, six digit numbers. <laughs> two thousand. <laughs> Dang. But I'm sure that was. A I lot was of saved on beauty school tips, girl. <laughs> Okay, so, right? How many, do you guys accept tips? Yeah, yeah, I mean, some, yeah, I mean, they're allowed to tip, for sure. I mean, seriously, and, you know, that was big money for, 
back then. Yeah. That was, and you, I made it on my own walking. No, I was walking everywhere. I'm sure. Had to that's get a, awesome. Get a boyfriend to get a ride. My first car was not that. But. My first car I bought on my own was a Ford, and I just paid it off about six months ago. So that was my big. And I love to say everything in my life is paid for by hair. That's yes. like my favorite thing to say because a lot of people are like, this isn't a real job. You can't make that. And oh, I say, so wrong. girl, look around you. That's actually yeah. something that Angus Mitchell said. He's um, the son of Paul Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And they have a Awapui farm where they um, make, well, they house and they grow, I almost will build. They grow all their own Awapui plants wow. in Hawaii. And some, he said some, I don't know the story, but he said, look around you on their Awapui farm. He said, everything around you is paid for by hair. And I was like, dang like that's so true that is so true i've seen people shoot support Mm -hmm. themselves and their families and stuff hair and makeup girl yes all day that's right um it's always been i always had cash i always had money yeah all the time i girl i was drinking you know good champagne i was yeah rolling (laughs) along anyway I maybe had too much. Money. I was bring drinking I, too much champagne. Yeah, I was drinking too much. That's so many right. champagne bottles. Yes, um, right. Mess. Yeah. Um, okay, so are there any? Because I know you said as far as your young childhood, you don't really remember. Are there like three products that you would? It doesn't have to even be hair. It can be makeup. Are there three products that you would kind of describe and almost? Like I said, I'm a big scent person, so like. When I think of three products that kind of describe my timeline in beauty, like it can be, uh, like I said, I'm a big scent person. So like for you, I remember the smell of Angel perfume like that. I don't know. Angel perfume, the smell of a blow dryer or just hair products in general. Um, and probably that Cody powder that I have that like translucent powder, like those three scents are like. I remember my mom using all three of those mm-hmm. things. And, like, if I, like, close my eyes and smell them, it's, like, I go right back to, like, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So are there three products that you would kind of remember or describe? It can even be stuff that you've used. Yeah, because my mom wasn't attuned to anything but, like, baby oil <laughs> and aluminum foil. Hold up to your face. Yeah. The tan. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, the dippity-doo. But she always just, the way she used to put her finger in it. She could fill the little cap. But uh, I guess. guess. Or three things that maybe, like, just, like, timeline, like, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sounds like a radio station. But. Well, okay, so, always my youth. And right, I was, like, always, whatever I did anything, I was totally the extreme. Like, I was the extreme, extreme girl that. Went to the beach, beach babe, all the time, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Then I was running all the time, 24-7, everywhere, everywhere I went. And then I'm like, bam, I'm not in a bikini. I'm doing hair. I cut my hair off. I used to dress up. I'd wear a, a man's shirt with the collar popped up and oh, a bow tie a underneath. Oh, yeah, it was just weird. Anyway. Full pop collar, bow tie. Overkill Earrings. It. Yes. <laughs> Clip-ons. Yeah, like, Clip-ons, even though they're pierced. Lightning just bolts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Lucite. Okay, so I always remember the smell of coconut, you know, like oh, yeah. sun mm-hmm, products. Mm-hmm. And um, 
been this one lotion called Skin Trip, and they still <gasps> make it. I have used that. I use the lotion, not the lotion. I use the uh, soap bar. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I'm so digging soap right now. Also, <laughs> what's your favorite soap? Um, just I go for patchouli, lavender, mm-hmm, sandalwood mm-hmm. scent. So you're more earth. Yeah, you're more earthy. You're always on your oils. Like before, you can hear our dog freaking out around us. Maybe I'm not sure how much you can hear in this microphone, but she just put lavender oil all over our dog. <laughs> it's not all over. <laughs> When I grabbed the bottle, she the exercised the dog in back. <laughs> she freaks. She went the the power of Christ compels you with the with the lavender oil. Bam. Our dog's got the anxiety of the of the panting and yeah. licking the floor, and so I put a little out. bit of essential oils on my hand. I rub it on my hands, and then I go and just gently rub it on her, and it's like yeah. she goes from zero to she goes from a hundred to zero in nanosecond. Yeah. <laughs> It's She's crazy. So, so I saw Caesar Milan. So oh, Caesar. I saw Caesar Milan do that. Caesar Milan did it, and it works. Thank go Caesar. Thank goodness Caesar Milan. Yeah. Um. So, so coconut, but you like a patchouli. Yes. I love this. I told you my sea salt soap with the sea salt in it. Yeah. And it smells like this. It smells like a salty sea and a ocean. Ocean it like breeze. Ocean breeze. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like it's just. It scratches you. It has that mm. salt. It's like an apricot scrub, but for your body. Like, I don't yeah. know. It feels so good. And it smells like, it smells like salty, like coconut salty, beachy, yeah. even though it's cold here right now. But I've got one. I've got one in my shower too. And I don't, I almost don't want to get to the end. I mean, I'm going to buy some, <laughs> some more, but I'm like, I don't want to use You're like rationing it. your yeah, soap. Yeah, exactly. I, ration, I turn the water off too while I put my scrub oh, on. Oh gosh. Conserver. Yeah, you are. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Why do you keep the house so cold? I'm literally <laughs> in tights, a skirt, a shirt, and I have like this huge wool jacket on. And I got on my snow boots. And my mom's like chilling. She is like a she. Her favorite thing, her two favorite things in the world, are turning off the lights and turning the TV down. Like I always say, those are your two favorite things in the world: are turning things Can down. Turn it down. Yeah, turn down the TV and turn off the lights. Those are your two favorite things to do. So um, well, I grew up in the seventies and California. We never had water and we never had electricity. They're always like panic on the streets. Don't flush the toilet. Level red. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Wait gosh. to get gas. Uh, I mean, I lived through the depression. Yeah, no. we're we're not going there anymore. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, okay, so no. kind of my next avenue, I guess you would say, Beauty Avenue, would be okay. So obviously, when I graduated high school, I wasn't doing a thing mm-hmm. um, compared to my sister, who's like straight A student, president's list, you know moving mountains, doing all these things. And I graduate high school. I'm the older one. And I graduate high school. I didn't do anything. I didn't apply to any colleges. I didn't make any moves. So where did the idea come up to like possibly take me to school? Steer you in that way. To beauty school. Because you showed a clear and natural interest in it. I didn't have to like go shove it down your throat. Like you you were surrounded by it. And yeah. Thank goodness. I guess I, I'm glad I didn't try and, you know, make you yeah. be into it or anything. So, but you had a natural talent and interest. And for me, it was almost like a no brainer. I, 
totally understood. I mean, I wasn't feeling like you wanted any encouragement to go be a college graduate because I, I just knew you had a different personality mm-hmm. and you were very artistic from a very young age you used to make sculptures in the house <laughs> by tying things together yeah. and stacking things up and I just totally you had all these You're art like, installations what the hell no, wrong with you I knew exactly what you were doing I knew exactly what so you were weird. doing you used to tie all these strings to the stairs and, and like tie these long stuff going all the way through the house it was crazy so any you just so you had said a, you know what she's like, gonna be doing makeup one yeah, day you you know this is no you, you're gonna love this it's gonna be perfect for you so I just without being pushy hopefully no. encouraged you and you know, Dad was kind of panicking because you weren't wanting to go to college. God forbid. Some people just aren't students like that. I know. Maybe not right now, anyway. I remember Dad was so weird about it. Weird pants. He was like, you're going to end up on the street. It's not a real thing. I know. But then at the same time, he, like, saw... I remember, like, the... I don't remember when it was, but, like, a couple years in, he, like, saw how, I guess, happy I was doing what I was Mm -hmm. doing, and then he was okay with it, you know? So, and, you know, I'd rather be doing my thing and being excited and not even feeling like going to work work Mm -hmm. rather than, like, suffering through some four-year college education that y'all be paying up the butt for, I'm sure, and FAFSAs and financial aid and... I mean, I tried to do it, and it was a drag. I did what I wanted, and I loved first thank goodness what oh hair you know, i'm like what <laughs> what hair yeah i mean i never college when i was in high school i wasn't even thinking about it. That i wasn't know even that's in how my i was vocabulary mm-hmm. i was like mm. everyone's like where are you going to school like, i was like uh, around the corner uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know school yeah. nothing yeah yeah and i i heard the same garbage tried to be fed to me and i didn't listen to it that that's not real that's not mm-hmm, gonna last it's mm-hmm. just a temporary thing well i am not currently licensed in the state of texas or california anymore but i could renew at any time but girl i could start cutting hair tomorrow if i, I wanted know. to i, I could get clients and so that's the beauty of beauty <laughs> someone always needs it i know and you can provide it i know and you are good at it and so bam i just I'm glad that you Took you weren't like, jump. yes, you weren't doing cartwheels at first, but I knew that you would find it. You, you would, would do cartwheels it. soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that was my favorite thing. My, I actually had a teacher in school, which sadly she actually passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I always remember in theory she said, there is not one other job in the world where you could be picked up and dropped in any country city in the world with a pair of scissors and a comb and not immediately make money. Yes. And I said, holy crap. I mean, that could be the same thing with wax, with shoot, with makeup brush and a palette. That's the Mm -hmm. exact same thing. I mean, it's so rare to find something like that. So, Mm -hmm. and you actually like it. So where all did you work when you were, this is a resume time. Yes, so where did you where did you work from when to when? Oh where did you work in the industry? Okay, so I graduated when I was seventeen in May or April. 
April, and I graduated from high school in June, the following June. I got a job at Robinson's department store. They had a salon. It was a big chain of salons that were in New York and stuff. We did permanent wave mm-hmm. specials. Of course. Constantly. How much was it? $27.50. $27? Yes. Okay. Permanent haircut. And it was that old foam perm. Exothermic. You heat it up. Oh, God. Hair fry. Uh, I had to use red rods. Has anyone ever seen red perm rods? They're like the size of a toothpick. I'm not oh kidding. Oh, my God. They're like little chicken bones. Tiny. Chicken bones. Chicken bones. Oh my god! Okay, so I worked at, at the salon in Robinson's, and Robinson's. I worked six days a week, girl, Gosh. right out of the chute, for this crazy guy that was like Japanese and wore a wig, but his name was Jacques, uh-huh. and he talked like he was from Chicago, but he had this, I mean, he's like a cartoon. Like really? A, okay, I'm not being no, you know, racist like, or anything. But and he used to smoke cigarettes and walk around 500 miles an hour just going, Ugh. Just okay, freaking out. Like, there's only three haircuts in the world. All one length, 45 degree angle or a 90 degree angle around the head. So, and girl, we're pulling everyone through a plastic cap for a highlight, quote unquote. Go to Rexall, buy an armful of the Suave. Oh, yeah. I, am, I kid you not, for like 98 cents a bottle. Hurry, run back. And we'd pull those caps off and their toes would go, wah! Anyway, uh, with the bleach on them after yeah. you could, uh, And the rubber caps, uh, too. We were a machine in this uh. salon. And I wore high heels every day. And I was telling everybody I was 21 and I was from San Francisco. Because who's going to want a girl who's 17 years old? Oh, my God. Who hasn't even graduated from high school, cutting their hair, just got a bit. You're like, I'm 21. I'm 21, and I wore, like, too much makeup. I did my hair, whatever. Oh, my. And I, so it was an ugly thing, but it supported me. I mean, I had a condo. I mean, I lived in a condo. It was, like, three's company. It was me, a girl. We were friends, and then this old guy named Joey instead of the young guy. We had an old little short guy. I'm Joey. I'm nice. Used to ride a motorcycle. Cool. It's like a little short. Anyway. Very cool. So I just like, yeah, my mom moved to Alaska and left me there in Santa Barbara. But I. (laughs) Your mom just moved. You just say it so like, oh, my mom just moved to Alaska. Whatevs. We're cool. Left me in the house I grew up in and took all their shit and left and moved to Alaska. I had a single mattress on the floor and a hot tray. You know what that is? One of those mm-hmm. circle, old circle mm-hmm. ones? Oh my I, god. That's all I had. No refrigerator. No. Oh my gosh. And a TV. A little tiny. <laughs> and one. a Porsche. I'm yes, just I did have my Porsche. So I was like. Girl, I got a Porsche, but I don't got nothing I else. so out of here. Yeah, I'm taking this wad of cash. I'm going to go uh, down and live in the hot condo. What a mess. So you worked at Robertson's. Then I worked at a place called, I just couldn't handle it anymore. But you know what? I have never in my life, and this is only, again, something you can only do in this career, in the beauty industry. I have never in my life had to look for a job. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. They just came walking up every time. You might have to ask, but just 
or go see somebody. Y'all hiring? You don't. You've never had to look for a job. Then I went to a place called Cutters Cove, home of the Winnie Barbers. Uh oh! Snap! We wore shorts, girl, and high heels. I mean, that was the original like knockouts, which is like a hooter. Not. It's not who. Oh, girl, they make money there, but it's like a almost like a hooters for. For hair? Oh, yeah. They wore the shirts and the shorts and the, you know. We didn't get that. I mean, actually, our owner was kind of a little Hitler. But when she left, when Kat was away, the mice would play. We were just, we were kind of wild in there. But we each had our own, like, little booth. We were, like, in a barn, you know. Oh, my God. Because in a barber shop, you have to have a separation between Mm -hmm. a barber and a cosmetologist, what, like, by five feet or... Something weird, yeah. Yeah, like... That's how they have it in barber shops here. That is so weird. Not all all barber shops, but a few of them. Like, I know, like, 18.8 or... uh, Is it Privacy? Is it a privacy thing? I don't know. Some people like it for privacy, but, like, I I don't know if it was 18.8. It might have been another barber shop. Sorry, 18.8, if you're not, but... There was one in it, like, almost everybody had their own state booth. Mm-hmm. Like, it had walls dividing. Yeah. But. You know, one thing I was just thinking about when this, I used to, you know how you talk to people in the mirror? You're looking, you're mm-hmm, standing mm-hmm. behind them, look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I always liked doing that. For some reason, that was very natural. Mm-hmm. But did you ever get a client that always wanted to turn around, turn around and, and like see your stare face? At you. Like, I guess so. mm-hmm. I'm more of a, I'm more of a talk face-to-face person. Yeah. I don't know. But you don't you're you don't use a mirror with your clients. Yeah, no. but when I was like doing stuff in the mirror, yeah. like I would usually turn around and look at them because like oh, yeah. I would be like during yeah. consultation, I'd be like, oh, listen here, yeah. you know what I mean? I didn't want right. to be like oh definitely. messing with their hair and then they're like not paying attention to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want I'm more of like a let's look each other in the eye and hold a glance for a oh, moment. Oh yeah, exactly. You know what I, I mean? need to feel because if you don't, yeah, that's where trouble comes mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. People are like, I didn't say we were going to do that. What are we doing? Yeah. Why oh, is it one yeah. hundred and fifty dollars? Yeah. Yeah, like the yeah. All of a sudden, surprise. Poor, yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so then, after so you worked at Women's Road. Barber Cutters Cove, home the Women's Barber. Okay, then <sighs> I met a guy from Texas. Texas. And to yeah, and the guy I had seen for like five years. I'm like. I'm leaving. I'm going to Texas. Kid you not. He was taking a bath, sitting in the bathtub. And I went over to his house and I said, Listen. I don't care. This ain't happening. <gasps> Nothing's going on. I didn't seem, you know, no ring, no then, I was like, we're going to do this or not. Dang. And I was out. Dang. I'm moving to Texas. Bye. They had a big party for me. <laughs> and was he invited? But I, no, no, but I've been kept kind of in contact with him. He's still not married. Like, anyway, still not married. Man, dodge I, that bullet. Manny Angulo. No, <laughs> he's listening right now. I know in Santa Barbara, California. Oh my god, no! He's looking. Look him up. Oh no, don't look him up. Oh my gosh. He, but he's a hairdresser. He's a really good one. He's got a great salon on Victoria Street. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. His blood type and his social security number. He, that haircut right there, he did that haircut. Oh, There's no a painting way. of me. There's a painting of her he next did that. to us. He used to take me to be his model oh, in no way. cutting shows. Sebring. You remember the brand Sebring? Uh-huh, I've heard of it, yeah. It's old back in the day with, yeah. like, Sassoon. That's this cool. This is pre-Sassoon, I think, Sebring. Sassoon's pretty early. It's, it probably was with. kind of cutting, and we yeah. thought we were really hot. Super cool. But, anyway. So, yeah, I did a little bit of modeling, you know, when my, like, 
if I wasn't a mess, I mean, I, you know, I was in between looks, you know what I'm saying? Looks. Depending on how much was going on, yeah. extracurricular activities, I oh, guess. Oh, gosh. But, um, what is that? Where you were working. Oh, no, yeah, and I was, okay, so I did, I would, was kind of modeling that haircut and hair shows, mm -hmm. and then um, I did a photo shoot with a guy, uh, there's a, Photo Institute there. Can I say the name of that? Yes. Brooks Institute in Santa Barbara. You can say the name. Oh. First name, last name, where you work on the street. Right. Brooks Institute. So it was a photo photography school. So guys like, will you do some, can I take some pictures of you? Yeah. So um, I did some pictures and we wore tons of makeup, but it was black and white and it turned out really good. I think oh, they're cool. beautiful pictures still yeah. today. I remember I put my eyeliner on. I didn't have any. So I took my pinky fingernail and I stuck it in between the brush things on my mascara. Yeah. And then I drew it on my eyelid for eyeliner. And there's a tip, y'all. Fingernail with you with your mascara. That's right, girl. Man, that mascara doesn't move too. I'll do mascara on like my eyes, and then it'll hit my eyeball, and then it's not moving for the rest of the day. That mm -hmm. mascara's not going it's anywhere. Going. That's right. Yeah. That's a good tip. Jam it in. Jam it in there. Yeah, you just jam it in your eye. That feels so good. Um, okay. Okay. So then where did you work after that? Okay. Cutter's uh, Cove. Okay. So then I was out of there. Came to Dallas. Oh, you went to Dallas. Yeah. Came to Dallas. Where you're at now. Yes. We're currently in Dallas. Yeah. Dallas, and Dallas. man, I was seeing was still in prison. So. Yeah. <laughs> This is a raw, exclusive interview, just so everybody knows. So, I went to a place called the Hair Company in Dallas, Texas. I got my license. Is that still around? Hair Company? Where? No, girl, it had a accidental fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn, this is a, this is a oh uncut, uncensored gosh, interview. Girl. Okay. And you're just getting the highlights. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, I go to the Hair Company, owned by this little short Italian guy. And the creepy Italian manager who had one thing in mind with all girls. Mm -hmm. And we all know what that is. Anyway. So I then you they worked there and then we had a fire after a couple of years, an accidental fire. Uh -huh. We came in the next day and we're doing people's hair and the place smelled like smoke. <laughs> but Henry They're like, keep going. But the gun <laughs> How many names are you gonna? I'm not. I'm not gonna say it. Okay, but the guy was, you know, all about still making money while mm -hmm. we waited for the insurance claim to come uh -huh. through. Sounds then, legit. Okay, so some other guy that worked there ended up buying it. One of our rich clients, I think, that was secretly in love with him, though married and 25 years older than him. Bought the salon for him. We called it Estevan's. Estevan's. And we had patent leather black wallpaper. Oh, for sure. Black wallpaper patent leather with like Classic. a neon sign. Oh, yes. By Did you have the neon hand that had acrylics on it oh, holding a rose? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, with the I do. Yeah. That's a classic nail yeah. sign, but it also is at hair places as well sometimes. Yeah. We Depending did. on the aesthetic. Right. <laughs> We didn't have that. You didn't have a hand holding a strawberry? No. Framed? No, but when it was the hair company, we had a cigarette machine. <gasps> in the hairdresser? In the in salon. The salon. Classic. And they knew how to open it. <gasps> surprisingly, the guy would come. And, and there was no cigarettes in there. Oh, no. And no money. 
How did that happen? I guess we'll never know. I know. That's anyway. funny. Um, so then, then, um, I went through a rough patch. <laughs> Where? Rocky start. Yeah. In between. After this original Texas man. And I just moved to a new place on my own, kind of more downtownish. Wow. And then worked in salon on Turtle Creek area. Mm-hmm. Called? The Red Door. Elizabeth Arden Red Door? Mm-mm, but it was another. It was a real <gasps> swanky swank. Down by Lee Park. Mm-hmm. Which I know doesn't seem so swanky. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, and I was kind of, it was a nice place, but it didn't really feel like me. I'd yeah. run away in the middle of the day and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you things supposed to be done? Then, yeah, then somehow I just straightened out. And I go, I'm going to Tony and Guy. Hmm. So, I can't remember That's how it. I got there. Yeah, I just, whenever I decide to do something, I could be going straight, 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 straight down the road, and then bam, hang a left. Yeah. And I'm gone, you know. It's like something happens. Yeah. And so, but it's always comes back to doing hair and and I've done nails in between they always weren't so great mm-hmm. but I tried yeah um so then I worked at Tony and Guy and I just decided that there was we had 14 stylists and three uh color mm-hmm. people two nail girls and assistants all in the salon and it was such a big job, I decided, I volunteered and created volunteer. for myself an assistant manager position. Ooh. I said, you know what? I want to be the assistant manager. And there weren't any. They said, okay. I'm like, I'm assist- I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for free. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to be going around and I'm going to be, you know, checking people's stations. And I'm going to say, nice. don't forget to sell some products today. <gasps> nice. You know, a little encouragement yeah. notes and stuff like that. That's good. And... So, then they opened their school. Well, mm-hmm. no, they opened the Galleria. I worked at Sherry Lane, the original store. Mm-hmm. And uh, they opened the Galleria, and then they opened uh, another one. I don't remember. Louisville, maybe, was their next one, which I thought was kind of weird. Or they had one in Allen. Was a, yeah, but this was like, this is their third salon. I don't know why they were. Going so far north. It doesn't seem now. Yeah. There was a mall out there, and I don't think it's there anymore. Anyway. So then they really needed to move their people around. Mm -hmm. So I became officially the manager. I mean, I'd been assistant manager without pay for a couple years. Just so y'all know. Yeah. Um, But I did learn a lot there and a lot of discipline. Yeah, I'm sure. Although I wasn't very disciplined. Um, you know, I showed up to work every day. That's good enough. <laughs> Thanks. Bare, bare minimum. Better than at the hair company on Saturdays, we would always order this fried chicken from this guy in a Cadillac with the chicken head on top. I swear. He drove a yellow Cadillac with a chicken head, a four-foot chicken head, on top of the Cadillac and the rooster tail. And we'd buy a friggin' 12-case size beer thing full of fried chicken was it a beer beer thing and beer too wow every saturday because we were like 
headache Delicious. getting our hair on. Ew. You know, Saturdays in the salon. It's Ew. like, uh, uh, you know. Oh, my God. Anyway. What a mess. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so then after Tony and Guy. Then. For a long, long, well, long time. I got kind of. My thing was I had. You know, I'd volunteered, but I had kind of created a position for myself. And they said, okay, this is really a position, but how you're going to be compensated is you're going to get a bonus after X amount of product is sold, you know, at the salon. After we opened, they just opened the schools, and they had Cherry Lane, Galleria, Louisville, and the school. Mm-hmm. Well, they took all my people. We took kind of like, mm. the, all the directors. Everyone. Guy was working in my salon. Bruno was cutting hair in my salon. James uh, was, I mean, all the guys were there. And so then they just left. And I go, and I was upset at my meeting. I was like, listen, you took my people. I could have met my goal. Mm-hmm. You kept stealing my people. Yeah. So they're like, "Mm, yeah, sorry about it. And then I met your dad and I was like, I'm out of here. I'm (laughs) sick of this. You know, I was ready to get married or something, you know, time to get on to the next thing. That's the next level. Yeah. So are there any, so obviously you've been through multiple, I guess, decades of the industry and hair and sure you've seen so much go in and out and in and out. Are there any huge differences or maybe even similarities that you see between then and now? Because I know you're big on Instagram. Yeah. So you see, I'm sure, a lot of makeup and, fa- and hair stuff. Yeah. And Are every, there anything? Well, and everything, you know, revolves and keeps comes around again, as we've kind of seen, but maybe with a different twist on it. Mm-hmm. You know, lashes. And lashes were big, of course, in the 60s, 70s. Went away, and now they're back. And um, um, I... Yeah, they were, some of the looks were just horrible. You know, that, that we used to call it the bi level. You guys called it what? The two. What? With the long and the short in the front and long in the back. That hideous a haircut. A mullet. Sorry, <laughs> mullet people. A bi level? We called it a bi level. I'm like. Two levels, you know. Business and short. front party in the back. I want a mullet, kind of. I kind of like that look. Oh, I had a hot one. I mean, mine blew into the middle in the back. Oh, and then hell yeah. From the occipital bone down, it was all one length. Oh, and hell hot yeah. Blonde. Hell yeah. For our opening at the Esteban Salon, I wore a white tux and tails. For and sure. And had my hair just like this, but it was long in the back. For sure. Looking like I do right now, people. In 2016. <laughs> for all those who can't see, she's got, she's got a full-on okay. look. Johnny Bravo. Full on Johnny Bravo. Oh, yeah. It's like Johnny Bravo. Love it. Love it. Just got, just, just bleached and toned it yesterday. So right she's on, fresh. Right on. Oh um, my gosh. Our dogs are freaking out. I don't know if I you can hear her crying. I was really good, Andy. I was just falling Are you crying? What's the <laughs> You can hear her crying. Um, she's jealous. She's not being interviewed. Exactly. For this pod. Yeah, she didn't get enough dirt in my bed. I know. Um, Okay, so in the 80s, <laughs> I could scrunch some hair. <laughs> Girls. Tell us, Mom. Our hair was like, what was that old TV show where the guys drove around in the, it was like Dixie Daisy or whatever in her short pants. Oh, Daisy Duke. <laughs> Daisy Duke. Dixie Daisy. Yeah, you know when they had that yeah. jacked up hair. 
Uh-huh. We could scrunch the hell out of some hair, I tell you guys. With foam. Oh, foam mousse all day, yeah. And then just run your fingers through and just literally scrunch it. No diffuser, you just put your dryer right up, cup oh, your hands, for scrunch sure. the hair. So, so good for your hair, I'm sure. It was hot. and No heat protectant. Girl. Yeah. Didn't even know what that was. When I was in... Uh, at Christopher's School of Beauty in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. um, we used to use KY jelly for gel, and we thought we were so cute. Oh, having for sure. Having a tube of yeah. KY on her. Oh, uh huh. I got a tube of KY. <laughs> Look at hair. So what shiny. The dog's crying. No crying. So, oh my gosh. In the salon, if you want to be in with the girls. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Mmm. You know, I'm glad we're not doing perms so much anymore. I mean, if, listen, okay, if, dang, dog's crying. She wants a perm. That she wants, her, no, so she said, wants a perm. You want a 2750 perm? Yeah. Um, if they could do a perm on blonde hair, you bet your butt I would be first one in line for a perm. Okay, you want to hear what I invented? What did you invent? I, when I was in California, and there was, you know, Bob's, I call him Bob, Bob's coming in and out. Well, all the girls' hair was so fried, the top layer from the sun. So I would take everything from the crown, I mean, mm-hmm. from the round of the head, mm-hmm. and put it up. I would perm just the underneath on big rollers, like purple. On blonde hair? On blonde hair. Oh, my God. Now, it wasn't bleached. I didn't do but I had some pretty fried. Some, some pretty fried peeps. California hair. Yeah, and then, so it would just damage and push out the underlayer just enough to give the hair some volume, and then blow it out. Then you got a perm. Then you're crispy. You're just, you know, it depends on what you want, what your look is. Mm -hmm. Do you want some volume in your hair, and not necessarily a curl? I want a curl. I want full, like, shower, and then get out and shake it, all cute, and then you're done. Exactly. You have that naturally. I you have a wave. See, just, you have a curl, and thank goodness you gave me something, because I have a little bit of a wave. If you would just one time do your hair, I'm telling you. I might. I don't mean cut it. No, I, I know. Get some mousse in it and just push it around. I need to get a crispy mousse. Though. And I could. I need, um, to get a, I need a full, like, crispy mousse. When my hair was like, this picture I'm looking at, my hair looks like Robert Plant. It's beautiful blonde. It's down to my shoulder, past my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I was 27. And it was perfect curl. Okay, so all I would do was I would wash my hair with a highly cleansing shampoo. Highly and cleansing. I would not even put in any conditioner or rinse after. Oh and my I gosh. I would use a spray mousse. And scr- and I'm having anxiety up. with this no conditioner. But I just would shake it at the roots. I always tell girls, yeah. just put your hand in it and shake it. Don't yeah. run your fingers through. I used to, I mean, when I had my hair, in high school when my hair was like at its waviest, mm-hmm. I guess if that's a word, I don't know. Um, I didn't really even brush it. I just like would finger comb it barely. Yeah, just because would... the more that you brushed it, the, yeah. I liked it that PC curly look, PC yeah. wavy or whatever. And the more that I brushed it, the more it just went wide and wide. It was just huge. So yours could definitely be Probably, curlier. Yeah, but because now that to... I cut it, because I cut it not yeah. too long ago, and now when That's I cut good. it, like it waves a little yeah. bit, like in the weekends when mm-hmm. I just kind of wash and go. But you have to get up and wash it in the morning. You can't 
wash it at night and yeah. then expect to and wake sleep up on in the it. morning. Yeah, you have to that's, wash it. Uh, in the that's morning. the only thing is I'm a I'm a shower I'm a I'm a night, night I'm a night shower. Yeah, I like a nice warm warm shower at night. Yeah. See, and I when you get into your cozy I need bed. one a shower in the morning to snap me up unless I'm I going guess. to the my hair just dries so slow. I'm like, ooh. So I shower at night, but whatever. Um, okay, last but so, not least, now that we're into product, now that we're into full talk and hair mode, yes. what are some of your favorite products today? Hair or makeup or skincare or whatever. Okay. So you're like, well, so my mom, okay, so some prefix, oh, I spit, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Some prefix about my mom. She is 50, 50 I didn't want to say her age, okay. 50, you're 53? 53. You're 53, but she doesn't look 53. Every time I show pictures of my parents, I got good genes. They're like, those are your parents? And I say, they're, I'm like, yeah, they're 52, 3. They're like, what? Like, they're blown away. They look good. My parents look good. They've they've kept good um, care of their skin and stuff, so they look pretty good. And so I want to know what your beauty secrets are, Mom. Okay. What's your beauty secrets? Well, of course, I trashed myself in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Then I didn't really pay attention too much, which I should have. So, girls. I think a lot of people didn't. Yeah. We didn't even have sunscreen. Oh. Can you imagine? Oh. And I lived in California. Oh. Never even had it. The sunspots. The I cancer. Mean, you know, maybe someone else's house did. I never had any. Anyway. Um, so... But I gotta really, honestly, give a shout out to the Dermalogic, the brand. Can I say that? Mm-hmm. Okay, for the Age Logic, is that right? Age Smart. Age Smart. Yeah. I really think it has done great things for my skin. Dermalogic at Age Derm- Smart. Yeah, Dermalogic Age Smart, and I love the smell. All their products, their mm-hmm. hair, and and every product has these great essential oil smells yeah. that are my favorite flavors. You're an oil lady. Yeah. My mom is the oil lady. Yeah. So I've started wearing essential oils in the last few years, I guess, ten, maybe a long time. It's been I, a bit. I love those, that Nemat oil. From? Can I say that? Yeah, you're oh. allowed to say brands. Just, I didn't Don't want be you, naming I didn't people. want you saying, we you can name people. I just didn't want you, like, full name dropping. So, yeah. they, not that people are going to go look them up on, you know, what are you going to do? Look them up on Facebook and message them and say stalkers. something? Like, who cares? Yeah. No, I just didn't. No, you can say brands for sure. No, that's the okay. whole point. Yeah. Yeah, Nemat makes these great essential oils that you can buy at those natural kind of grocery stores that are out there. Mm-hmm. Or a million dollars for a quarter ounce or you can just go onto the company's website. Look, she's whispering. Get it straight from the source. <gasps> and so is it I cheaper? get like eight ounces for like forty dollars. What? I know. It's a, a ton. So you go so you don't go the you go what's the website? Nemat. Or if something that you see that you like, mm-hmm. just look up their website obviously yeah. and go right And go them. straight to the source. I that's know. a yeah, that's smart. So anyway, I'm so yeah, and I think by using oils, and I use a carrier oil in all my oils, like um, Neutrogena has a body oil, Mm -hmm. after bath body oil. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, the classic. I think it's a yellowy uh, Mm -hmm. oil. Mm -hmm. I use that as a carrier, so I'll pour my essential oils into that. So like a base. Yes. Okay. Slather my whole body up, my arms and my legs every time I get out of the shower. So, 
do and that. And of course, lots of sunscreen now. Mm-hmm. Gotta use when, sunscreen. When you know better, you do better. Mm, I'm much. a sunscreen lady. I got on sunscreen a couple months ago, and I can't even go a day without. Like one day I did, and I was driving, and I felt so tainted by the sun microwaved i know i was like i didn't put my sunscreen on today yeah Yeah. i just felt i felt bad i think i missed my nose today because my (gasps) nose is really red and i played tennis today oh gosh that's my new hair no that's what i love now i know that's her that's her new thing tennis Uh, and art any any yeah tennis and art any any tennis tips as far as beauty Mm. I'll just have to underline sunscreen and highlight it because I had so much sun damage on the right and the left cheek from wearing a hat that under the black light you could see the damage. Under the black light. You could, where you see your skin damage, which is always a good sort of uh, reality check for people. You know, if you run into somebody that's got one of those lamps, mm-hmm. say, okay, I'll look at my face. It's called even, a woods lamp. Even Any though esthetician will okay, have one. That it's going to be horrible, heinous experience when you see your face under there. But just sort of as a reality check, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and I have naturally curly hair, like we said earlier. But if it's not humid outside, of course, so in the winter and spring in Dallas, I can blow my hair out and I don't even actually have to blow it out. Yeah. I have to use a flat iron. You know how I want to style it. But when it's hot, humid, I have to wear curly. It's just. Doesn't do anything. Hideous. Yeah. But your hair always looks good. Everybody always compliments your hair. It's got that. It's like that perfect curl. It's not the like crazy, super tight curls that are really fun. It's like the not Rosanna, it's Zana, like, Dana. No, it's like this perfect curl, and it's like jelly mode, but whatever. Ringlets. You gave me a little bit. You gave me yeah. some wave, which I'm fine I with. I think if you if you put some mousse in your hair, which <sighs> I know who wants to put product in their hair at I mean, night. I put product in my hair, but. But I know. I'll let but you try sometime, it. Sometimes, yeah, you should let me try it. I'll, I'll work give on it. Give me a scrunch. Let me give you. That's all right. You'll like it. All right. Well, any I, other beauty tips you have for the masses before we let you go let's see. let you go and um i'll go up, i'll go upstairs and edit this and i think you'll go atten- on to your thing yeah. pay attention to your teeth girl <gasps> i think that's a good thing to do too yeah because um you know take care of it first that's of expensive. all it doesn't get any cheaper something's going on with your teeth it's only going to get more and more expensive the longer you wait. That's a good tip. And don't be a weenie. If you need to get a cavity filled, just just get it. Just do it. You can do it. Just breathe. Just do it. And I'm all for Botox <laughs> and filler. I'm for Botox and filler. That's been a friend to me. So go to somebody good. Yes. And my daughter, Jordan, for my birthday got me blading microblading microblading yeah microblading done on my eyebrows they look stunning yeah i just gotta say shout out melanie if you're melanie and flower so good girl i'm ready my mom is still all over them i mean i went to the doctor yesterday and the he has a male nurse and he goes i said i got my eyes eyebrows bladed he goes i could tell i he said i could tell but i didn't want to be all did you get your brows done girl (laughs) 
<laughs> so funny. That's how I am. Like, whenever I see somebody, like, because I want to get lip injections eventually one day, which hopefully I'll do a pod on that, but a pod. But um, every time I see somebody with lip injections, like, you can, sometimes you can you can kind of tell, but you don't want to, like, ask because you don't want to, like, be that person. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of like, where'd you get your lips done? Because Especially if they're really good, like, when you can kind of tell, but you kind of don't mm-hmm. know if they have them or done yet, you know, or not. Yeah. That's when you can tell if it's a good person that did them good, if it looks almost natural. Yes. Or it looks natural. If you're natural. not really sure, yeah. but they look good. Yeah. Whatever. So they look good. You yes. want to be like, where'd you get your lips done? They're like, I didn't get my lips done. You're yeah. like, never mind. Get yeah. So you're kind of nervous, but I always tell people, I'm always like, yeah, I got this done. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see my Botox? I got that done. Yeah. But my husband shares too much. Like when my breast implant exploded, <gasps> saline water. We need to do it. We need to do a, uh, I've had pod. my left breast twice <gasps> is exploded saline. Oh, and God. you were in kindergarten. Dad goes, mom got a blowout and she thought it was a tire at the nope. Christian school. And he's like, nope. no, her boob. Uh, we got to do a whole boob podcast. We got to do. Oh. We have so much to talk about. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. appreciate you, mom. Thanks. I know you'll be on soon. I'm sure everyone will love it. We'll be like David Letterman's mom and coming back often. Yeah, come back often. Okay. Well, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, or just want to say something to my mom or me, um, message me. I'll go ahead and set up an email. It'll be in the. Um, subscription in the description of this podcast i appreciate all of you guys and have a fantastic night bye